Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. Our purpose is to show you that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're glad you joined us here for the conversation as we're challenged from the book of 1 Samuel to let God lead. Now let's hear what Kurt has to say. Welcome back, friends, to our excursion in the book of 1 Samuel. We're kind of in a depressing chapter as we see the demise of Saul. He has gone to the house of a woman, the witch of Endor, we call her. Ironically, I was in Israel last week, and we drove right near the city of Endor, and I thought about this story. Verse number 15, and Samuel said to Saul, so Samuel now has been conjured up, and God, obviously, as soothsayers can't conjure up at will the dead. Okay, we know that. But God is allowing this situation to be the backdrop against which he's going to send one final message through Samuel to Saul. And Samuel said to Saul, why hast thou disquieted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I am sore distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me and answereth me no more, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I have called thee, that thou mayest make known unto me what I shall do. Then said Samuel, Wherefore then dost thou ask of me, seeing the Lord is departed from thee, and is become thine enemy? And the Lord hath done to him as he spake by me. For the Lord hath rent the kingdom out of thine hand, and given it to thy neighbor, even to David." Because thou obeyest not the voice of the Lord, nor executest his fierce wrath upon Amalek. Therefore hath the Lord done this thing unto thee this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with thee into the hand of the Philistines. And tomorrow shalt thou and thy sons be with me. The Lord also hath delivered the host of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and stop there because that's the message John, that is about the most depressing message a person could possibly hear. That is a very depressing message, Pastor. You know, Saul does hear from Samuel now. But again, this is not, this is not a message a person wants to hear whenever they are in dire circumstances. There is no encouragement. There is no reason here to, be, to feel uplifted. This is nothing but doom and gloom. And Samuel goes back and says, this is exactly what I told you about when I was alive. God's going to judge you. This is what you should have expected. Right. Uh, Saul, you just told me that God's not listening to you. You've tried to call his cell number. You've tried his email address. You've tried the WhatsApp. uh, You've tried every way to get a hold of God. And now you've come to me. And all I'm telling you is God hasn't changed his mind. God already spoke to you. And you want there to be a different message. But there's not a different message. Uh, You had your opportunity, Saul, and you blew it. And so now what I want to tell you is quit bothering me because tomorrow you're going to die and your sons are going to die. And we can talk about it tomorrow if you want because you're going to be with me. That's a bad, that's a tough message to hear. It's a very tough message to hear. And I think when you were reading the passage here, Pastor, whenever God's Whenever Samuel says to Saul in verse 16, seeing the Lord is departed from thee and has become thine enemy. Mm. I mean, what a solemn thought to think that God not only has departed from Saul, he is now Saul's enemy. To think of God being your enemy, 
I mean, that is, there is no hope in that whatsoever. It's interesting, too, because not only did Samuel reiterate that he's taken the kingdom from you, but he also reiterated, and it goes to David. And Saul has spent the better part of his reign now trying to kill David, kill David, kill David. And finally, the last word he's hearing from God in his life is, David's going to get. You've been after him all these years, and God's going to give him what you could not have kept. You know, and what is sad here is, we, I know we keep coming back to this point, but it's a very valid point, is this should have caused Saul to repent and say, you know, oh yes, you are so right, Samuel, I've been so wrong. But that is not what's going to lead him to do. But this is just a sad scenario that Samuel is given. You're going to die. Your sons are going to die. The Philistines are going to win. The Philistines are going to run over the land. Uh, you know, I often think, Pastor, you know that David ruled over Judah for seven years before, you know, Ishbosheth was killed. But it's interesting that Ishbosheth only ruled for like three, three and a half years. And so there's that, that discrepancy there. And so I used to think, hey, why is this discrepancy here? I think in part it's because they had to spend some time getting land back from the Philistines. I mean, the Bible tells sure. us the Philistines run over the land. They kicked them to the other side of the Jordan River. Exactly right. And so they have to spend a few years getting Israel back. So it's not only Saul who's being judged, but Israel, a lot of them follow Saul in his wrongdoing. And they were against David. And Israel is not where they need to be. It is not just Saul who's being judged in his death. It is also the people who were following him. And that reminds us in leadership, when we are a bad leader and we lead people down the wrong path when they follow us, it's not just going to affect us. It's going to affect those who we influence to follow us and do what's not right. That's exactly right. Think about the angst of Saul now over the last few days. He has sought every means possible to try to get God to hear him, to try to get God to answer him. And everything has failed until finally he puts on this ridiculous disguise, makes this journey to Endor, which when you study the battle scene, he really kind of had to walk his way around the Philistine army to get there and then goes by night and gets a message that is no different than the message he heard when he was rejected years before. This has to be the ultimate uh, depressing message of Saul's life. And watch the response of Saul in verse number 20. Then Saul fell straightway all along on the earth and was sore afraid because of the words of Samuel. There was no strength in him. And he had eaten no bread all the day nor all the night. So obviously Saul had fasted. Uh, he was weak physically. And th this, is, this is the night where he should be getting sleep. This is the night where he should be loading up on his carbs because it's going to be a big battle the next day. And he is just completely depleted, falls on the ground. And the Bible says, And the woman came uh, unto Saul and saw that he was sore troubled. And said unto him, Behold, thine handmaid hath obeyed thy voice. I have put my life in my hand, and have hearkened unto thy words which thou spakest unto me. In other words, the woman is, is looking out for herself. Like, hey, you know, don't be mad at me. I'm just the messenger. I, I did what you told me to do, and I'm sorry it turned out the way it did, but it's not my fault. Verse number 22, Now therefore I pray thee, hearken thou also unto the voice of thine handmaid. Let me set a morsel of bread before thee. Eat, that thou mayest have strength. 
when thou goest on thy way. How sad that Saul now has been rebuked of God. He has this final word from Samuel. He is, he faints basically on the ground. And the person that's trying to help him and show compassion to him is this witch. That is very sad in Saul's life that Saul's gotten so far from God. He ends in this witch's house. He is drained of strength. And this witch has to offer to help him, to give him nourishment. I, I think, again, what a stark contrast between the Saul in this battle here and the Saul in the battle in 1 Samuel 11, where he started many episodes ago. There cannot be two different men, more, more different in this scenario, but it's the same man. It's Saul, but he has just fallen far from God. And this witch now, Saul is trying to encourage Saul. This is just what an end to his life. It, it really is. Verse number 23, but he refused and said, I will not eat. But his servants together with the woman compelled him and he hearkened unto their voice. So he arose from the earth and sat upon the bed. This is a depressed and defeated man as he's essentially eating his last meal. I, I picture a death row inmate here and the woman had a fat calf in the house, and she hasted. She killed it. She took flour. She kneaded it and did bake unleavened bread thereof. This took some time of preparation, and she brought it before Saul and before his servants. They did eat. Then they rose up and went away that night. This was uh, the, the, the proverbial calm before the storm, but in 24 short hours, uh, all of what Samuel had predicted had come to pass, and Saul had eaten his last meal, and what a sad life it was. You know, it, it sure was, Pastor. And, you know, we talked about this many episodes ago when we first looked at Saul's life in the early parts of 1 Samuel of how Saul was doing well following God. And we made the comment way back then that this was, this was going to be really the last ray of hope in Saul's life. It's going to go markedly downhill from there throughout the rest of 1 Samuel. And that's exactly what has happened to the point now where we come near the last chapter. We're getting there soon. And Saul now is just a depleted man. He's defeated, discouraged. He is just far from God and he has no hope in life in his mind. It's a reminder, my friends, uh, the Bible says, whatsoever things were written aforetime. That's the Old Testament. They were written for our learning. That we through patience, that's perseverance, and comfort, that's in encouragement, uh, might have hope. And we can look at these examples and learn from them. And that's exactly what God wants us to do and not make the same mistake. Well, next uh, episode, we're going to jump into chapter number 29. It's a short chapter, uh, but an important one. And I hope you'll stay along for the ride. Three short chapters away from uh, the end of the book. You've been so faithful in joining us uh, each episode. Appreciate that. Uh, have a great day today, and we'll see you next episode. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If everyday truth matters to you, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.